Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. I have my dear, precious friend, Jill, here. She has been in two other episodes, and if you've been listening, then you already know and love her. Um, Today, we are coming in because we just went through an ayahuasca experience together on Friday, this past Friday, a couple days ago. And it's so interesting because I was so excited to share this episode with you because I just thought my experience was going to be so like crazy. Like the stories that you hear of ayahuasca experiences of, um, of just purging and letting go and, and just complete guidance and clarity of this grandmotherly energy. And it was just going to be like, I don't know, to me, it just felt like it was going to be a purging. And then like a, 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 I thought I was going to receive all this like wisdom and, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what I thought, but here we are on the other side of this, and and number one, first let me tell you, um, ayahuasca it is a plant medicine. It is um, usually administered by a shaman, and it is common in Peru and Costa Rica and Guatemala, and it is a plant medicine that you drink, and she is called Grandmother Aya, and I've always heard, and anybody that you've ever talked to that has worked with ayahuasca, this medicine calls to you. Like, I, I've known about ayahuasca for years, and I'm, I've never felt the desire to use, to sit with ayahuasca. And over the past few months, I've I've been going through so much. Um, I really have. I've been going through so much, and a lot has unfolded just in the past two weeks for me, and so an opportunity came for me to sit with grandmother Aya and Jill was with me from after her, um, her explant surgery, which we did a podcast on that. And while I, while she was here, I was, I received a call and about ayahuasca and then Jill was like, I want to do it. And then two days later, another girl said she wanted to do it. And then a couple days later, like the location and the opportunity, everything unfolded. And it was like, it was like divine orchestration. And so without a doubt, grandmother Aya was calling us. And, and when I say everything aligned exactly how it should, it really did. So we went into Friday with so much excitement and anticipation for the stories that we had heard other people have experiences with grandmother Aya. And And so this is a story of expectations. This is a story of you always, always, always 
get what you are supposed to get when you are open to it. And I must say, Jill and I both were completely open in full-on surrender to receive whatever needed to happen. And now, on the other side of this, I can honestly say that everything happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen. And so Jill and I are here to share that experience with you today. So, because it, it is a story, it really is a story. So um, I invite you to just listen with an open heart and know that, you know, this is us just coming in, being raw, real, vulnerable, um, sharing everything. And, and we just are grateful for you listening and, and just tuning in. So on that note, hello, Jill. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello. The remnants of expectations. Yeah. I mean, but what remnants? They're golden nuggets when you sit and actually reflect and do a little bit of integration. Yeah, like we've had a good 24 hours of processing and thinking and reflecting. And so basically what happened is everything aligned for us to be at this experience. I mean, everything was like perfectly perfection. And, and it, and it was, but what happened was when we got there on Friday, we, we all sat in ceremony and there were 13 women and there were, I guess, nine of us, right. That had never, like there were three, three, three or four helpers that, you know, that, that have, that were helping to support our, um, our teacher, our shaman woman and, and so, but the rest of the women were new and, new. and she was like, this never happens. Like I've, there's always been a few new people, you know, that, that have been an experience and a few new ones. Never has it been all brand new women. And it was all women. She was like, usually there's a couple men sprinkled in. So it was already unfolding to be a divine feminine workshop. Like we didn't know that's what we were getting into, but Lordy, Lordy B, that's what it it was. It was a divine feminine healing, activation, incredible, absolutely incredible experience. So we we sit down, we get into ceremony, we take our ayahuasca, and about 30 minutes into our experience, um, there was a disturbance where we were at where we were having ceremony and the disturbance definitely jolted our energy you know it definitely was like whoa 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 I mean yeah. it, it shifted everything <clears throat> shifted everybody yeah it definitely shifted everybody and we start out very small doses you know because she, she's like um because she was like, all right, we are going to um, experience this, but because you're also new, I'm just going to give you small doses, and then in an hour, we'll check in, and I'll give you more if you need more. So she gave us the small doses. We were feeling it, but none of us were like, woohoo, like, Mm -hmm. I feel it strong. Like, I definitely would have been like, give me more. Um, But the disturbance happened, and that altered the course of our evening, which was all within divine orchestration. So we had the um, disturbance, and then after it took, I would say probably like an hour and a half for us to get 
back yeah. on track. Yeah. And then when we got back on track, um, she felt like because grandmother Aya is such a feminine energy and there was so much feminine energy and there was a lot of confusion, a lot of like, um, unknown energy yeah. it, it in, in the room now. And so then at that uneasiness. point, uneasiness, yeah, that's a great word. Um, so at that point she was like, I'm feeling very guided that we need to switch some things up and I'm going to give you some cacao and psilocybin. And so at that moment, we realized, wah, wah, we're not going to have our ayahuasca experience. But at the same time, ayahuasca was still pulsing through our body, right? Like we still had the medicine in our system. And in combination with taking the psilocybin and the cacao, um, it definitely... took the night into a whole different direction, which ended up being that of, like I said a moment ago, a divine feminine tribal uh, tribal experience. And um, it's it's an evening that I will never, ever, ever forget in my entire Same. lifetime. Same. And I, I just... Mainly, Jill and I want to express because no doubt, like Friday night was incredible. It was one of the most magical nights of remembrance of divine feminine sisterhood that I have ever experienced. Cellular, yeah, like sisterhood, tribal, cellular memories of dancing and and letting out voices oh my gosh the singing like there was no music like there was no no, like no instrument well Well, no like like everything was like true vocal tone right you know like it was true like song by radio yeah no radio music pandora no playlist nothing like that it was like voices like back in the in our tribal days where we were we were literally dancing and singing and activating and healing each other like each woman was on the same like there was no hierarchy or anything like we were all on the same level and we were all activating and speaking light language into each other and channeling like divine feminine goddesses and I mean it was incredible the only thing we're missing was a fire yeah, yeah, exactly. And more Mother Aya. But. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Um, and so when we were in the middle of this, like, we're like, holy shit, like, this is everything. Like, yes. I felt like we were transported back to past lifetimes of yes. remembrance when we literally were just, like, dancing around the fire with our, with our, in sisterhood. Like, mm. I, I can't express the word sisterhood enough, and... And I know that you, if you've been listening for a while, like you understand my passion for healing, activation, and the divine feminine energy, your divine feminine energy that is here to shift, to shift and heal this world. And, and you owning it. Yeah. And you owning it and being it. Like we can't just like be aware of the divine feminine energy. Like you have to heal and embody that divine feminine energy and through you healing yourself is how we will heal the world it is how we will heal ourselves our sisterhood our families our 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 homes our children our friends so it takes like each person standing boldly into that remembrance of who they are the essence of themselves of that divine feminine energy because that is 
it has been forgotten. It has gotten lost. And, and that energy is here. And it's a ripple effect. It is a ripple effect. And what we experienced Friday night was a remembrance deep in my soul. Ooh. Ooh, that was, that was, um, Mm. I could see it. I could, yes. I could see it again. Like, not only could I, like, imagine it in my mind's eye of, like, oh, yeah, women used to do that. Like, we were freaking doing mm-hmm. it. We were living in that timeline of remembrance. Yes, absolutely. And not to mention just the different energies in the room. Like, we all come from different backgrounds. We were all at maybe different points in our life where one woman may have more grief and you know there was tears there was on one side of the room there was tears on another side of the room there was laughter like it was just all of us coming together at different experiences but all coming together and in celebration. Yes. In remembrance and celebration. No matter where you no were. No matter yeah, where you Because were, no yes. matter where you are, you were held, you were seen. Yes. I mean, you were freaking seen. And it's seen. like we knew that. It's like we could see through each other's eyes into each other's souls yes. and just be that. And, and bow down to each other. Oh my gosh, yes. And Ooh. bow down mm. to each other. Knowing that each one of us has a gift and remembrance there's that remember word yeah, again yeah. inside of us yeah and i think we all felt that yes friday night yes absolutely absolutely and um so then we literally stayed up until 5 a.m. Well, I went to bed at 5. Girl, Miss, Miss Jill thing over here stayed up until like the sun came 7.30. I don't we know. We watched she, the sun come She's crazy. <laughs> um, but I went to bed at 5, and, and we literally danced and sang and chanted and just, all oh, my God, like just all long. night long. All night long, we were together in that remembrance and essence and celebration of each Singing other. Singing at the top of our lungs. Yes. Dancing. Just, I was playing my body like an instrument. Yes. And the yes. floor. Yeah. 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 We were definitely <laughs> using the floor as our own personal drum. Um, and then Saturday, you know, we, we wake up, we're gathering our senses. And to be completely honest... As magical as Friday night was, there was a part of me that was like, eh, I didn't get ayahuasca <laughs> And I like left there feeling deflated, despite the fact that I had one of the most incredible experiences I have ever had in my lifetime. So I was so observant of my feelings, you know, like I was, I was like, I feel this immense joy and gratitude, but at the same time, I felt disappointment because it's not what I thought I was going to get. Okay, let's go there. What did I think I was going to get? I thought I personally, and then we'll discuss yours, Jill, what you thought you were going to get. I thought I was going to purge any of the last little bits that needed to be within me and um, and gain like all this insight and clarity to like, you know, my next offerings and you know all this wisdom within. Um, okay, so as I'm saying that, do you hear how crazy that sounds? Because that is exactly what happened. 
That is exactly what did happen. And to be completely honest, I have purged so much of myself because I've been doing breath work and healing for the past three years, very, very, very intensely, past five years, very intensely, but very deeply intentionally in the past three years. And so it's like, how much more, like, why can't I just enjoy what I have already purged? Right. And just and celebrate and celebrate that. And so now that I'm talking, I'm like, what if you didn't have anything, anything to, else purge? to purge? Like, what if you are already exactly where you need to be, and the and what you needed to receive from Mother Grandmother Aya and her wisdom was the remembrance of the essence of my soul as a collective in sisterhood. And that is exactly what my soul needed to remember and experience so that I can cultivate these experiences over and over and over again, minus the medicine, because the plant medicine. Because another thing that came to me was my, I'm not really drawn to plant medicine. Like I appreciate the role that it plays. But my medicine and how I like to teach and be and and to like go into the multi-dimensions, I don't need a plant medicine to get me there. I also received that confirmation because I know what I witness in in my own breathwork healing ceremonies with no medicine at all. And it is some of the most psychedelic wild, amazing experiences I have ever witnessed that I I still cannot believe and comprehend that I get to do what I get to do without the, without any extra plant medicine substance to, mm-hmm. to get us to that place that our breath and the, and the divine, like holy healing energies that I channel that those that our breath and that channeling can take us to exactly where we need to go and I know you and I I mean oh my gosh like yeah we have had you'll have to go back and listen to Jill Jill and I's her drumming healing experience like that was with no plant medicine Mm -hmm. so I know that plant medicine has a role and it's potent and powerful and I appreciate it but another thing that I learned is I don't really need it. I don't need it to get there. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, but it's not my medicine. Mm-hmm. So even though I came back so deflated in the moment and a little disappointed, I wasn't deflated. That's a strong word. But I was I was bummed. I was like, I didn't get ayahuasca. What? Because I didn't purge my brains out? Right. Because maybe I definitely actually already have. Right. Right? Like that should be enough. Well, I don't think that's a strong word because we we all did. There was, yeah. what, three, four of us? Yeah. We all did kind of leave like, wah, wah. Yeah. But upon reflection yes. and yeah. kind of integrating all of it, we I realized too that like that we, we got re- exactly we received what we were everything we to needed to receive. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, talk about expectation, right? Like I allowed myself to get disappointed because I created a narrative in my mind that it was my experience was going to be a certain way because everybody purges, everybody receives all these crazy downloads and I didn't do that. But I did. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. But you did. We all did. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is just 
I just cannot express it enough. Like everything, like we said in the beginning, this whole thing was so divinely orchestrated. Like there was no doubt. No doubt. That we were supposed to be at that experience. There was no doubt that that disturbance was supposed to happen to alter the um, trajectory of our evening. Yes. Like, no doubt. And then even the next morning, we had even more confirmation of that. (laughs) So the whole thing was like exactly the way it should be, and it always is. But we put these expectations on ourselves to allow ourselves to be disappointed. And I'm not talking about... Like, I'm talking about life. Life Isn't this what we do? We create these expectations. This is the way life is supposed to be. This is the way everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has these experiences. I should have the same experience. And therefore, we are continuously disappointed over and over and over again. It's the power of expectations. Yes. I mean, we do that even, like, in all areas of our life. Like, even with marriage. Like, you see how another person's marriage is so you put that kind of expectation on your marriage and so when that doesn't happen you're like well want want yeah like mine's not mine's not good enough mine's not where I expected it to be I mean even with our weight yeah I mean in every area our friendships our work everything like the the comparison aspect the comparison but the comparison leads to expectation exactly yeah and then everything is like a big letdown when if you really dig deep and integrate and allow your own individual yes. experience to be your own individual experience, experience yeah. then that's when you are authentic to yourself because it, it, there is no comparison. It doesn't matter what anybody else experience because it was your experience and you were the one that gets to process it. And I call those golden nuggets. Yeah. That's when the golden nuggets start appearing. Yeah. When you can stop comparison and expectation and just allow. Yeah. So, um, so tell, tell people what led you to, to work with ayahuasca. Like I have always, like I'm talking years of wanting to experience ayahuasca and, watching anything I can watch on it or reading anything I can read on it. Like I was looking at Costa Rica. I had talked to a couple of coworkers about a place in Florida. Then in Asheville back in October, I was talking to some friends about a place in Asheville. I don't know, Kentucky. And so like I've, I just, I wanted to experience it. And then when I mentioned it to you, and then you, you know, were like, I think I know someone. And then it was like everything came together. And then us kind of feeding off of each other, like, oh my God, this is going to be incredible, you know. And then again, the expectations, even though we were like, I don't have any expectations. Like I'm not right. going into this with yeah. that with the expectations. Like exactly. Like we we both were really clear about. I have no, no expectation. expectation. Like I I don't know what's going to happen. I am so open, but we had that expectation that we were going to purge mm-hmm. whatever did not belong, mm-hmm. and that we were going to receive like downloads. And I mean, let's talk about purging. I brought like the biggest you did bucket that I could. 
Like we we were prepared to purge. Man. Like I felt like there was gonna be like this whole individual that came out of me, but I mean, all that was in my bucket was some spit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um so I really felt like I did not have expectations, but there's two things. Remind me to tell you about what my friend said in St. Louis about moving. There's something that came to me this morning about that. But, like, I really didn't feel like I had expectations. And then my concern was, um, you know, you saying you going through a lot. Um, then think about, like, like, when I think about what I've been through the last few months, you know, yeah. like, just with my explant and then you know, my grandmother being with me, and then, like, you saying Grandmother Aya, and then I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, like, my grandmother is with me, and then, like, experiencing Grandmother Aya, like, I just really felt like it was just going to be epic, like, just blow the roof off, you know, and so... I did not hit the level that everybody else hit. And so at one point in the during ceremony I was like I want I want more. And like I, I did get probably a little over, you know, I'm like y'all are at a 10 and I'm at a 2 and I would like more. <laughs> and she was like that was a little passive aggressive. <laughs> so I kind of sat with that for a second. But then what came to me, which I had asked prior to the ceremony, like, I've just been under anesthesia. Like, is that going to affect anything? And and she was like, I don't think so. But then after that, you know, me asking for more and then us going in a little bit deeper, there was like a whisper, like, it's, it's the anesthesia. Like, it didn't matter how much I had, yeah. like... Like, the, like it was blocking, yes. right? Because anesthesia... Or maybe numbing or, the experience. Well, I mean, anesthesia in general is, it blocks your pain. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. or it blocks... So if it blocks your pain, it's going to block your joy. Like, it's going to block you. Like, it's an right. energetic block in your body that is, is still there. Yes. Right. So that could have been... Well, I mean, if you received that whisper, then... Yeah then that was a block in your body. And so now it's like you know that you need to do a liver cleanse and mm-hmm. that you need to do more breath work and mm-hmm. that you need to, like, push through and, and cleanse your body of that anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. so then once that whisper came, then I just kind of backed off. Yeah, you kind of forgave like, the yeah. the um, frustration because yes. you were disappointed because we were all like, woohoo. Yeah, and and then you were like, "Hey, wait a minute!" And then once you heard that whisper, you were like, "All right, fine, let's yeah. let's play." And then yeah. you allowed yourself to yes. sink deeper into the experience and just feel in the music and the and and the, yeah. So you basically moved from out of your head into then, your heart. Yes, yes. And then that's when the magic was able to unfold yes. for you. Um, so what about moving? So this morning, I was thinking just like how much I wanted to experience through that and. So years ago, when I was going through some things, I talked to my friend who I consider an earth angel in St. Louis that helped kind of redirect my life. I said, maybe I should just move. Maybe I should just get out of here and move. And she said, no matter where you go, you're always going to be there. So 
And she was meaning like, stay where you're at and do the work. Like yeah. do yeah, this. like you can't avoid, you can't run from or you right. know, try to escape it because or, no matter where I went, yeah. I would still attract the same experience, experience, yeah. different props, right? You know, yeah. and so kind of like in a relationship, like if you don't do the inner work, you're going to keep attracting the same type of person, yeah. just different props, right? Same yeah. situation, you know, different yeah. props, right? And so she was like, no matter where you move, you're always going to be there. And I was like, what? Like, you know, and then it's like, no, like, stay where you're at. Do the inner work. Do the shadow work. Like, then that's when things start shifting and changing. So I'm like, was I expecting this medicine to, like, change change everything? Right, yeah. And then kind of like, you know, this morning when – or. when I showed you what I pulled and it was like, it's all within you. Yeah, yeah. It's all within you. Like you don't need that medicine. Like, yeah, she, she pulled a couple cards, um, yesterday after we got back and, um, because honestly we all had the opportunity to go and experience it a second night. And for me personally, I was like, I'm done. Like I got what I needed. It was an amazing experience. Like, I'm good. Um, Jill was like, but I want the I want the experience. I want to be ayahuasca, you know? Yeah. Like I I want that. I crave that. And so she pulled some cards and the one the main one was like it's already all within you. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and what was another one that was just yes. um yes, yes, like just say yes to yourself like over and over just keep saying yes to yourself and you already know what you already know what's in there. You already know the answers. Yeah. It's just a matter of us tapping into it. And that's part of working with plant medicine is it gets you out of your conscious mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you're able to get into another zone of consciousness and when you're there, that's when you receive the information. And so, you know, yes, plant medicine has its role, but you already have it. The plant mm-hmm. medicine just helps you get there a little faster because mm-hmm. we get we stay in our heads. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like how much more can you like allow yourself to surrender and and deepen your practice to where you allow yourself to get out of your head. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So so I I mean I after upon reflection I really feel like I experienced exactly what I needed to experience. And I used my voice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Jill, okay. So we already know Jill. Well, if you listen to her healing episode where we healed like the the drummer part of her, the the musical part, the tribal part within her, and so she went and got sound certified, and so now she can do the gong, and she can play all these musical instruments. And so when we were in ceremony on Friday night, we were all singing, and like different women were taking turns just using their voice and just singing, and oh, it was just so beautiful. <laughs> uh, I know it sounds so crazy, like, like, but how often do we just sing from our heart? Yes. And so at one point, I was looking at Jill, and I knew she wanted to sing. I just <laughs> knew it in my heart. I was like, that girl wants to sing, and she's not letting herself. I was like, and I just looked over, and I was like, Jill, sing. 
I was like, let your soul sing. And you just sat there and you were just swaying like, yeah, I hear you, but no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not acknowledging and, and you. And you just were there. And I was like, Jill, I was like, just open up your jaw, open up your mouth just a little bit and just let a simple move through like just to like just get that throat chakra that energy that soul <laughs> voice within just to start moving a little bit just a simple uh like you don't have to sing yet just like get it going and so she's like was giving me this look like fine <laughs> I don't want to but fine and so she softened her jaw a little bit and then she just started uh and then next thing you know she's like um I am surrounded by love. Uh, wait, how does it go? Sing it, oh, sing it baby. Now you're going to put me sing on the Sing it, spot. baby. Um, I am. It's the beautiful chorus song. I am surrounded. Or we, yeah. I am surrounded by love. Right? Isn't that how it goes? No. No? All right, well, you think about it. I will. And yeah. so she was like she just started singing and then you could feel the energy moving through her body and her voice got louder and louder <laughs> and you probably sang for 15 minutes i'm not I mean, really sure you sang for so long and your song held space for another sister that was going through a deep emotional purge and, and I didn't realize that yeah and so you were and it's like you just kept singing louder and louder and that soul voice was just moving through you mm-hmm. and it was so beautiful and you let it and how healing was that yes yes and the thing is is like when I when it started and I had my eyes closed pretty much the whole entire time like I know you said I looked at you with like the, but I didn't eat. I, my eyes were closed, but you yeah. probably felt me because I was like, oh, Vaughn, yeah. stop were, it. Your Vaughn, eyes were stop the it. Whole time. That's true. <laughs> like, Vaughn, like, oh, like, stop. Yeah, it was, it was like through your lips going, yeah. And she you, wasn't Vaughn. even next to me. She was like diagonally across from me. So, like, I was just like, mmm, because you're calling me out in front of everybody and stop. But. Like, I needed that nudge. I needed that nudge. And then when I started, you could hear the nervousness in my voice. Like, I can feel it right now. Like, just, I was so nervous to let to let my voice be heard. And it, and it stems from something that happened in childhood. And, you know, someone said something to me like, why don't you use that money that your mom's using for gymnastics and take some voice lessons? And I took that as my voice wasn't good enough when I really felt like it was meant as an encouragement, but I took it as... Isn't that amazing? Because your wound was already, you're not good enough. Yes. That that was your wound. You know, we we tapped into that wound um, in our experience together about the drumming thing of I'm not good enough. And so if that's already your wound and your programming in your body, when someone says something like that, even if it wasn't meant in that way, that's the way you're going to take it because you, your cellular memory is programmed to think, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be good at that. I'm not good mm-hmm. at anything. I'm right. I'm not good enough, period. And so that was like a trigger for you. You took that in. Your body believed it was true when it absolutely. It, and that literally changed everything because I used to sing all the time in church. Aww. Like you can ask 
anyone that went to church with me. Like, I was up there singing all the time. I was in all the productions. I was usually, like, the little lead of the productions. And then as soon as that was said to me, I shut it down. I shut it down. And that's all it takes. And this is, you know, with so many women, well, men, anybody that I work with and in the healing experiences, like we, that's all it takes is that one thing sometimes to be the thing that we shove inside of ourselves and hold the essence of ourselves. Like that's a piece of you that is that is true that wants to be moving through you like that like through everyone whether your voice is beautiful or not like we are meant to be musical instruments we Mm -hmm. are meant to be sharing our voice and our vocal tones and letting that energy move through us and in that moment you made a decision it was not safe for you to use your voice and Mm -hmm. so that energy has been held up inside of you carrying shame and you were able to release that shame through using your voice on Friday night through singing mm-hmm. that song. Mm-hmm. And now tell everybody what you just did this morning. <laughs> so she told me that I needed to take vocal lessons. She was like, you need to use your voice. Like, Not me. Our shaman lady told her yes. that. Yeah. You need to use your voice. And so, okay, so the whole night I was like, I'm, am I, is she seeing me? Mm. I, I really thought that. Yeah. Like, because I could see her working with everyone else, but yeah, I'm like, right. what about me? What about me? Yes, you know? Yeah. And so then, um, afterward, or after. Like, you wanted to feel special seen by the teacher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, and, and again, I feel like that's that inner child, yeah. like, hey, teacher, <laughs> right, right. call on me, call on me, you know? And so then after the ceremony, she was kind of going around the circle, and then she did call me out. I was sitting, like, directly across from her, across yeah, the, the room. room. Yeah, like, on but, one side of the room versus yeah. the other, but that right across from each and other. And she's like... I'm so thankful that you were across from me. And, like, she, you know, called me out on seeing me and witnessing me. And then after the ceremony, I could not sleep. Like, I I was just so energized and felt like I had so much energy going through my body. And so I got up and everybody else was asleep. And she came walking through the room and she could barely see me. But she was like, are you still awake? And I was like, yeah. And she went on through. And so I finally got up and, like, did my little nightly rituals, thinking that would help me go to bed, like, you know, taking my makeup off and brushing my teeth and all that. But it still didn't help me go to sleep. So I got up and went into the kitchen. And then eventually we went out back, and they were out back. And then the girl that I was speaking to in the kitchen was like, you know, like in her head thinking you need to share this with her like share with her what you just shared with me and I was not going to use my voice like she was about to go inside and go to sleep and I was like can I just share something with you and then the girl that I spoke with in the kitchen was like thank goodness because I was about to say you better speak up girl and so I was sharing with her like what I had experienced and then sharing with her about, you know, why I stopped singing. 
And she was that's when she was like, you need to take vocal lessons and you need to strengthen that voice and you need to be heard and you need to share your story and you need to start singing more. And so I'm like, I hear you. And she had a very similar situation that she shared with me about shutting down her voice and I mean, you heard her oh voice. Oh my God, her voice. Oh my goodness. And to there think for a minute. There was such resonance. Yeah, and to think for a minute that anyone could have thought she couldn't sing, but she had to learn how to use her, her voice, voice correctly. Yes. So for her yes. to be able to share that and for you to be able to know that she had a similar experience yes. and now look at her and we'll listen yes. to her and it's just like, what? what? <laughs> Insane. Incredible. Yeah. So, like, usually, like, there's been things shared with me that I will sit on and maybe not act upon, but, like, I came here and, like, yesterday, or the day after, and immediately looked up instructors. Yeah. Voice coaches. Voice voice coaches. So, you have your first appointment on Wednesday. On Wednesday. So, talk (laughs) about taking action on divine downloads. I mean, I really feel like... We need to really heed anything that someone shares with you that, like, hits you. Yeah. Hits your gut. Yeah. And we all know what is shared that resonates with us. Yeah. Like, that you know. That truth. That truth. Yeah, that we are like, ooh. Like, yeah. when she said that, like, her eyes were, like, staring through me. Yeah. Like, I felt it so intensely. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do this, yeah. And so, like, I just, which is so unlike me. Yeah. Normally, I'll sit on it for a while. Right. So I think there's something with like taking action. Absolutely. Taking action. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it 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 is. I mean, because if not, you're never gonna have that confidence. Well, I mean, maybe you could, but maybe it might take a really long time. Right. But for you to be able to invest in yourself, to to learn how to use your voice and allow your body to be the instrument mm-hmm. of healing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's incredible. And you're allowing it. And I know, like for me personally, um, when it comes to using my voice, like I always was told I had a, and I do have a horrible singing voice. Like I really, I do, I do. I mean, it's not. But at this point, I don't care. And if you've been in ceremony with me, if you've had sessions and classes with me, I am so loud. I am so, like, when I I know those frequencies that are here to heal, you know, like, what frequencies I can tune into that are resonant in that experience. Like, I just trust. Mm-hmm. I trust, I trust, I trust, I trust. And when it wants to move through me, I just let it. And I will giggle at myself because I'm like, wow, that Mm. does not sound good. (laughs) But I really don't care. And neither does anyone else. And everyone's always like, oh, my gosh. Like, the way that you – it's not that I'm singing. It's almost more like an ancient chanting, humming sort of Mm -hmm. um, wisdom that is moving through my my voice, you know. And it's like when that – when I feel called to share in that way – it's like it's just so natural and I don't even have time to think about if it sounds good or not because it's spirit moving through me and that's how I'm supposed to share my voice Mm -hmm. and it took me so much healing and so much time to get to that point of I don't care (laughs) 
Mm. You know, because I truly do not care because I know when spirit moves through me, if I don't share it, then it gets stuck inside of me. And that's just another way that that dis-ease is going to manifest itself in my body. So when I feel the nudge to share anything, it's like I have to share it now. I just have to. And, And getting to that point of confidence and comfortability is... An unfolding. It is a journey to to feel that way within yourself. It doesn't just like all of a sudden happen. Like you have to use it. You have to practice it. You have to feel safe in it with yourself and and with working with spirit and working with your soul and getting to know yourself and getting to know your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's mm-hmm. you can only um, what is it? You can only know your you can only love yourself if you know yourself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so the more you get to know yourself in that essence of yourself, of of sharing who you are, like you have to know who you are first to be able to share it with others. And so that's why the self-love journey is so important because you're falling in love with yourself. You're learning how to love, love yourself. Yeah. yeah. And then once you know and all love those parts of yourself, that's when you feel comfortable sharing those pieces of you because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. You already love yourself and that's enough. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I was observant the other night how I honored like every single thing that I wanted to do and say and scream and laugh and However, like I didn't care like the there like I said earlier, there was no hierarchy. And I'm saying that because I know at one point there would have been a time where it's like, oh well, I don't want to step on her, you know, on mm-hmm. our our leader's toes or, or feel like I'm interjecting. But there was such a safe space created there and I trusted myself that what I was what wanted and needed to move through me was for the greater and good of the entire collective group. And so I know you heard me like expressing in so many different ways of, of laughter and, and yelling. And, um, I do this thing where it's like this whoop whoop thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I call in these, it's like that frequency is lifting the, the room for your energy to match that that high beeping frequency. And it's very interesting. That's just been happening recently, but I know that that is like it's like a like almost like a siren of, mm-hmm. of some like a horn or a beeping noise that that is moving through me to elevate your frequency to rise up to that place. And there was someone that was like um um like not not knocking, but like with their tongue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought that was very interesting too. Yeah, I like, heard that too. It was like a clicking. Like, yeah. And and that's the thing. Like I heard that, and it felt like clicking. Like mm-hmm. things are clicking into yeah. place. Like she was helping for different codes to be awakened and clicking into place. And then like with it me, like, yes, yeah. And then with me, like playing my body as an instrument and then like snapping at certain times yeah. like I was just doing it yeah like I, just being there in the moment and doing whatever I felt intuitively nudged to do right and I think everybody was doing that which was beautiful that and that's what created that 
space of sweet, sweet surrender and ceremony. Like we were all in ceremony together, Mm -hmm. like healing and activating and receiving and giving into each other, like back and forth. It was just this big receiving and giving, receiving and giving, receiving and giving. And what I felt interesting, what I found very interesting was when she was, when we came together, like there were certain checkpoints where we would come together and she would go around and ask like, you know, how everybody was like on a scale from one to 10. And then it was like, she was trying to realize like why some people were feeling it more than others. And then she was talking about the energetics of the room Mm -hmm. and like how certain people were anchors Mm -hmm. and how certain people were, um, and what did she use? Like, um, not instruments but uh like tuning yeah yeah like they were maybe receiving more than like maybe receiving more of our energy than because of where they were located and the way that the room was set up and that's also another very important thing about honoring where you want to sit you know in any class that i ever host i'm like you sit where you feel called you know like you you listen to where you want to go and you go to that spot and every single time everyone's like we were totally supposed to be beside each other you know like mm-hmm. it's like groups of people are gathered together within with that intuitive guidance like you're supposed to be in that spot beside that person or in that corner to anchor down whatever mm-hmm. and um and so i know when i first walked in i assessed the entire space and i was like where's my spot mm-hmm. where where do i want to be and i anchored in my spot and i knew that's exactly where i was supposed to be and you know what's so crazy is, is like where I ended would not have been like where I would have normally chosen uh-huh. because of the window. Uh-huh. But then remember afterwards I said like there's something that was not letting me leave my mat. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like I'm, I was there as like a guard of the window. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. You were like anchored down into that place and you you didn't get no. up and move around a good bit. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got up. Yeah, you got up, but, but you I did not like, yeah, move right. around a yeah. whole lot. I mean, I moved. Yeah, you moved I, a I lot. I moved, but not like off the map. Yeah, yeah. like uh, locations. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's so fascinating too, like the locations and the who's beside who and who's across from who and like the girl I was across from, like we were totally like could look into each other's eyes like of course I just met her but Mm -hmm. I was like we are so freaking connected Mm -hmm. like I know we will work together in the future and I mean she's amazing and gorgeous and um yeah it's just it's so freaking amazing it's so magical when we let it be Mm -hmm. and so it's just so fascinating how we allowed our humanness, you know, that disappointment, that Mm -hmm. expectation and that, um, disappointment to, to be a part of our experience. But then at the same exact time, we are conscious enough and we're aware enough to just know that we received exactly what Mm -hmm. we were supposed to receive. And we allow it, we we allowed allowed it to unfold the way it needed to unfold. Every single woman there, like we all just surrendered into it Mm -hmm. and it ended up being an absolutely incredible experience that like we said, we will never forget. forget. Like it will, it has taught me so much about how I want to move forward in my life in 
creating deeper sisterhood. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, yeah. like really deeper connections. Like, uh, I mean, it's just that that is what we're missing is this rawness mm-hmm. and this realness and this deep vulnerable connection with each other where it's like i see you and you see mm-hmm. me and there is nothing but unconditional love there is absolutely no judgment when i look into your mm-hmm. eyes whether i just met you tonight right or if we've been together forever Yes. Like there is no judgment and, and in our society, I mean, there is so much comparison. Oh, there yeah. is so much like, um, like hierarchy mm-hmm. almost. It's like, well, this is me. This is what I'm trying to do. And this is how you too can be like this. Well, what if you just accepted everybody for who they are mm-hmm. and where they are and, and just let and it allow and allow it to be like, just let it be. What's the saying? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so think about like if we would have allowed that night for us to be like, well, we didn't get any more Aya and just yeah. pouted like, this the is whole not night. what we came yeah. here for. Like boo hoo hoo. But when we allowed it yeah, to just be, just be and it ended up. I mean, being, because there was that moment where we where. We were like, wait, what is happening right now? And then it's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're here. Right. We're we're here to have an experience and we are here in full trust and surrender. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we allowed that experience to happen and it was incredible and epic, even though it was nowhere what we thought it was going to be. Right. But in fact, like where to me I feel like with Aya, it's very much a personal experience. Like it's like like you're alone with yourself and you just are going into the depths of your soul and purging out all the things that don't belong there. And you know, it's a very personal experience. And this was a collective tribal tribal experience. experience. And that's what we needed. Yes. That's what that's what so that's what grandmother Aya needed yes. us to remember and to experience. There was so much healing that took place. It was incredible. Like generational. Yes. Like I oh felt my like gosh. Yes. Generational yes, yes, healing. Yes. So much. Can we talk about your nickname? Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you talking about how you just kind of let go and like just let whatever come out come out. So when we were singing, I don't know, I had my eyes closed pretty much the whole time, but there was this smile on my face because we were singing this one thing that ended in Heal Me and like we would end the song and then you would be like, Heal me, heal me, heal me. <laughs> and so I just had this grin on my face, like that is so Vaughn, like like just just being who you are and letting it out, just and interjecting, interjecting yeah. whenever and whatever. And so we, I don't even remember what, no telling what time this was. I mean, hello, we went till after five in the morning, but. At some point, they were like, Vaughn is just a vibe. So, and I was like, that is perfect. So, Vaughn the vibe. Vaughn the vibe, man. Vaughn the vibe. <laughs> they it. were like, you are your own vibe. Like, you have, you are on so many different um, 
planets yeah. and um, <laughs> multi dimensions that you are just like able to bebop around from. And, and I and, and I can and I am and I surrender to you that do. and I think that's what makes me a vibe. Let's just say right because I just you can put me on any dimension on any timeline and we can freaking do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like there there are no rules. There is no wrong. There is no right. Like it's just what it is. Like it's a vibration. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the vibration is on that timeline and on that dimension is what we are tuning into and what we are working with. And and we were on many, many different timelines and multi-dimensions during that whole experience. Yeah, we were. And so it was really fun to because you know, you know me, my sister was there and she knows me obviously. And my family astrologer was there and she knows me, but I'm with these, you know, basically nine other women that had never met me before. And for me to be able to allow myself to show up as the full essence of myself without these women, women knowing me Mm -hmm. at all and what I'm capable of. And for me to be able to say, Hey, I'm I'm pretty epic, you know, like we we have all these epic women and it's like I'm pretty epic too and I'm going to show up as this version of myself mm-hmm. and I know that when I do that, it allows others It allows to do other that. people to be like, "Oh, we're getting freaky. Okay, let's get freaky." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what I try to bring to everything that I do. Every <laughs> every class, every <laughs> one-on-one, every single retreat, like Everything is just that it is what it is. Like, let's just be who we are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and operate from that place because I'm going to be all of me. And look, nothing bad is happening to me. And if you know me, you know none of it is fake or insincere. Like, it is just me being me. Mm -hmm. And you can accept it or not accept it because I don't care. I am being true to me first and foremost. And that is all I want from you. From you, Jill, I'm looking at you. And from every single person listening, that is all I want from you is to you be you in your full essence of who you are. And I want you to get to know that version of you even better. Like I, I am constantly learning new things about myself. Like there's so much to learn about ourselves because we're so multidimensional. There's so many layers to us. There's so many lifetimes. There's so, there's so much depth Mm -hmm. to who we are. Like I want to know that version of myself and I want to know that version of you. Let's go to the depths. Let's discover that version of you together because mm-hmm. it's so much more fun in community. And like oh, the yes. light in me sees the light in you. Like yes. let's pull our lights out together. Let's let's, let's light let's, up this whole effing world. Yes, thank you. Yes, exactly. But that's the only way we can light up this whole effing world is when you let the light in me see the light in you and vice versa. And we just yes. keep that collective envisioning going yes (sighs) so yeah that was our ayahuasca experience (laughs) that started out you know with hope and anticipation of one thing and came out with a completely different experience but was exactly exactly 
what it needed to be. But with gratitude of what and we did experience. So much gratitude. So much gratitude. After the wah wah. Oh, yeah. Like we had to, after we allowed yeah. ourselves to feel the emotion of our humanness. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, who the fuck? What? Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Like, you were so divinely, everything was so divinely orchestrated for this. I mean, there was not a glitch the entire time until we thought there was a glitch. Yeah. Yeah. And then that glitch ended up being exactly what was supposed to happen. So everything that happens in your life, even though it feels like a glitch, is all done in divine orchestration. Absolutely. It's being able to see past the glitch. And being able to work with it and through it. And and not staying in your humanness for too long judging the glitch. Yes. Mm. That's juicy. (sighs) That's juicy stuff. (laughs) Okay, so it's so funny because when we first started pressing record on this, I was like, I'm so nervous to record this episode because in my mind, I could not wait to come on and share my ayahuasca experience with you because it was going to be one of purging and and, and enlightening visions. Right. And so I was like, but it's not that, you know? So I was like, "I'm, I'm nervous to share it. But... Now it's like I'm proud. I am so proud and honored to be able to share our experience because not only was it a lesson for us, Mm -hmm. but hopefully it is a lesson for you in surrender and curiosity and just opening yourself up even more to the divine orchestration of everything. Because when I say everything is happening for us, nothing is happening to us. It is happening for us. Right. And if it keeps being really difficult, then that just means that you need to get out of your own damn way. Right. And to look past the expectations and just to allow. Yeah. Yeah. To allow. Just allow. <sighs> well, thank you everyone for listening till the end. And... Um, thank you, Jill, for just thank being you. my soul sister and um, just being on these experiences with me that we get to do this together and we get I'm to um, do this together. And and we're all supposed to be doing things together. Yes. That, that's, that's the moral of the story here is we're not meant to be doing things alone, anything alone. Yeah. I mean, we need to go through the shit and, but we also are supposed to be sharing a lot of the shit with each other. And, and that's the part I feel like we get so caught up in is we don't want to share some of those aspects of ourselves. And I know, like I said, I mean, I've been going through some things over the past few months and, and I know that and, and I've shared that on here on the on the podcast, you know, I'm like, I'm going through some stuff and it's yet to be revealed and it's definitely been revealing itself. I, every day I get a new piece of the puzzle and, and it's all astrologically aligning up for me to, to be processing through everything that I'm processing through. And I'm glad that I get to share myself and my story with you um with with you listening and with you Jill and with all of my soul sisters out there that um that 
see me and witness me and hold me tightly through all the things that I'm going through because we're all, 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 always going to be going through the things. Yes. We are. And don't do it alone. Yeah. Allow others to go through it with you. And don't wait so long that you got to play catch up because I know a lot of you are might be listening and be like, where do I even start though? You just start. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes maybe your story is so, so long and so deep that you're like, I don't even know where to begin. Well, you begin by showing up in community when you're given the opportunity. Like Jill and I, we're, we're doing a retreat in April um, at the, Flour- the Flourish Retreat and, you know, like experiences like that you know is the perfect opportunity to show up for yourself Mm -hmm. and and and, find your tribe and to find your tribe and to share your stories and to be witnessed by other women and to let your heart and soul be seen and and to just everything that we've just talked about this entire episode like this is the way that you get to do that too and start unpacking yeah even if it's just one piece at a time just start unpacking and sharing yeah i mean and even because once you start sharing then yeah. other things come yeah. out yeah exactly and even for example like i get messages almost every day now like an instagram or facebook messenger and just be like hey vaughn i've you know i've been listening to your podcast i'm so appreciative of of the way that you share, you know, in your stories and, you know, how you share yourself. And I'm, I want, this is what I'm going through and I want support while going through this. And I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. It takes that first moment of saying vulnerability. Yeah. Is I, this, this is what I'm going through, blah, 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 blah. And I want support going through it. Or I I just, I I need you in my life. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Then let's play. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but it takes that first message of just saying, hey, this is what I'm going through. And this is how I, I, I think it's time. I think I want you in my life. You know what it reminds me about the other night at ceremony was them saying, don't go through it alone. If you need help, ask for help. Like there's someone here that can come over and help. Yeah, yeah. So it's just... Being vulnerable enough yeah. to say, "Hey, hey I need not, help. I'm not okay. Can you I, I see need me? To, I need to push through this. I, I need, need you to, to see me. This. Can you hold me, or can you yeah. just see exactly? Just see can me. you just see me over here? Yeah, you know, it's so beautiful. It really is. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited about the way this life is going that the the energies and the frequencies that are moving into our world like people are are ready mm-hmm. you know th- this remembrance is is moving through each and every one of us and that's what it is yes. it is a remembrance and it's not only happening to me it's not only happening to you like as a collective people women yes. especially are waking up and they are remembering the essence of their soul the unfolding. Yeah, and they are ready to remember on a deeper level and to mm-hmm. connect to that that soul essence of who they really are and how we are meant to be living this life mm-hmm. together in ceremony, always sharing of ourselves in community, in sisterhood. This is the way. This is the way of our future. This is Absolutely. the only way. I was just about to say the only way. 
And so the more you can show up for yourself and let us show up for each other, that is when we heal. And it's like I told one of my clients, it's truly through women. I mean, if you think about it, yes, we need men, but women, we we birth. Yeah. We, we birth a life, and then it's through the woman waking up, owning her gifts, and giving that it's a ripple throughout, yeah. throughout. We are the creators. Yes. We, we are the ones with the deep gifts, the healing gifts mm-hmm. within us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I mean, of course there's lots of men, you know, right, but, right, right. but we are the creators. We are the healers. We are the givers of life mm-hmm. itself. We are the nurturers. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I mean this, but you can't discover that part. Well, I don't mean you can't discover that part of yourself, but the only way to connect to that version of yourself and in remembrance is through healing and, oh, and is through going through um, that womb healing and doing healing, the shadow work yeah, and, and healing the Yeah, exactly. Doing the shadow work and going deep within yourself to see what is there, what is holding you back from connecting deeper to that version of yourself, that essence of yourself. Because like my friend said, you can't run. Uh-uh. No matter where you go, it's, you're going to be there. Because that womb is yeah. going to be moving with you. <laughs> you're, it's like your room within. Like, you can't move from yeah. the room, womb, the womb room. <laughs> so, it's you might as well it. just... Got to do the work. You might as well just clean house and, and get very comfortable in your womb room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you the healing work is the only way. And, uh, and, and that's what we experienced was healing work is we were receiving we were healing we were receiving healing receiving healing receiving giving and and man that vibration through the music just the voices and i cannot wait to hear your voice grow and expand and one other thing i would like to comment on is i was um i was honest with my you know i have two teenage girls they are 14 and 16 and I was real with them about what I was doing and you know they there's plenty of opportunity for them to be like oh my gosh mom like I can't believe you are doing this like you're so weird I can't <laughs> believe that you know that this is who you are like can't, why can't you just be normal like other moms and stuff like that and when I got back um yesterday individually separately they both came up to me and they hugged me and they were like mom I'm so proud of you for Mm. doing what you're doing you know like you don't you don't care what other people are going to be thinking about you because you know I live in the burbs here you know like there could be a lot of judgment I mean I'm not going around advertising that I'm doing you know ayahuasca because that's not my thing Mm -hmm. but for me to want to explore those deeper aspects of myself and and to allow that opportunity to happen, um, they were so supportive and so proud of me. And that makes me so proud of them because I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to really be doing as, as a mom is to encourage them to... To be who they Just are them, authentically yeah. without the fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, like it 
it'd be real easy for me to hide away in my little basement space being the crazy woo-woo mom that I am, you know, but I share that part of myself and for them to be able to respect and love me in that way, just that's how you, that's generational healing right there. You know, like I, I am the living, breathing example of what it looks like to honor my true self, no matter what it looks like. And that's all I want for my daughters is to be that version of themselves, no matter what it looks like. So do the work, be the example, not only if you have children, but, you know, for your friends, for your sisters, for your mothers, for your grandmothers, Mm -hmm. do the work, be the example, lead the way, show, show yourself and everyone around you what it looks like to be Spread your light. Yeah, to be an authentic version of yourself no matter what that looks like because we're all so different and there is no comparison. So we just brought that full circle back to the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. So on that note, we can close out. And I just want to say thank you again for listening and for being on this ride with me. And as always, I just... So I appreciate your messages. I appreciate your shares. I appreciate your heart. And I just like want to hold your face. Yes, you listening. I like want to just hold your face and look into your eyes and like kiss your forehead and just be like, oh, I like I want to look into your eyes and see your soul. So just know I am holding your face right now. I am looking deep into your eyes and I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Von Piero and say hello. Talk to you soon.